morning. Good morning. How's uh, it going? Good. How about you? Fantastic. So, uh, welcome everyone to another Wadcast. Uh, Bethany's here. We are waiting on our special guests to arrive. Are you Are you eating something? No, um, I just moved my thing fell out and I grabbed oh. my questions. So, I actually wrote some down today. There was something rubbing on the mic, so. Oh, probably my sweatshirt. <laughs> You're just not here to tell me. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh yeah i'm sitting on the floor and so the cord keeps getting stuck so while we're waiting how's life in quarantine for me i feel like i'm a lot more lucky than other people because you know we have the ranch so i can go for walks and my kids can go play and i can send them outside and not hear them so it's really nice sometimes yeah that is nice um to just kind of remove yourself good morning christina good morning can you hear me Yep. Okay, and good morning, sunshine. So for those of you who are curious, this is Christina. She's our guest. <laughs> oh, wow, we're going live already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The second you hop on, that's why oh, I think it's fun. we go. <laughs> good morning. We, we already did the introduction, so you're good. Um, okay. Yeah. We so how's everybody to... doing? Good. Good. Trying to stay sane? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, for everyone who listens to this, this is in the middle of the coronavirus situation. So, yep. Today we're supposed to actually get updates on how things are going to open up, right? Sure. I'm not holding my <laughs> breath. Okay. Yeah. I will they, keep my fingers crossed. They did talk yeah. about gyms, but I don't know how some of that would work with certain types of gyms, you know? So, I had, I was texting someone yesterday, and, um, you know, it's, it's funny because, I'm we're being told by all these experts about a situation that never has been dealt with before ever. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're going to allow these businesses to open back up. And they've given absolutely no recommendations or theories or guidance on how to open these facilities. And the reason is, is because they're not owning the facility. Like they don't know how to run a gym, so they can't, dictate how to open a gym they don't know how to run a hair salon so they can't dictate how to run a hair salon yeah um it's it's simple like why don't you go ask some people <laughs> who are in the field um about maybe some best guidelines for that and um, i'm sure they'd be willing to offer up some advice you don't have to take all of it but you can at least use that information to uh to make some progress yeah so that that's too logical yeah it's unfortunate but we'll we'll see we will see um so we're here to interview christina a little bit but also um make some clarifications on our last um podcast about how too much mobility can be a bad thing so christina brought up a really good point um about how the you know as you get older your body tends to kind of deteriorate a little bit more um (laughs) and needing mobility every day is is almost essential um and i i would agree with that to the extent that once you get to a certain level you don't need to mobilize anymore so it's kind of like a a catch-22 
if your body's always getting worse, then yes, you have to mobilize. But there is a point where you may you may not have to do that movement anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's you no, know, it's a good definition because um, I went on to later, you know, define mobility. Like we we think of mobility as stretching only. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and and that is a a kind of a bad mindset. Um, yeah. It's just like, I don't think of other things as well. Some, I, should, I shouldn't say I, plenty of people think of certain words as only having one like realm of definition. And um, I think it's important for us to define what we mean by mobility. Um, so what I, what was meant by mobility is um, it's, the need to always improve your range of motion. So, and we can improve our range of motion by doing static stretches, by doing dynamic stretches, by doing positional uh, work and holds. Um, And so all of that kind of falls into mobility work. We can also improve our range of motion by strengthening muscles, which isn't related to, um, stretching at all. So, um, you know, for example, Christina brought up her, uh, her tennis elbow. Um, realistically, the tennis elbow is anytime the tendonitis, um, kind of sets in for anyone. This is a very common one. It's usually the, uh, muscles are overly fatigued and not wanting to do all the work. So therefore the tendons start doing work instead of the muscles. So if we could actually strengthen the muscles around the elbow for the tennis elbow, then we have less um, less chance of developing tendonitis in that elbow. Um, also, on the alternative side, we need to work on expanding the tendons to make sure they're getting stretched on a regular basis. Um, now, due to the movements that we actually do uh, with CrossFit, your arms are generally fully extended or should be fully extended on certain movements. So that gives us a natural stretch during that time. So if I, if I said, um, Hey guys, we're going to finish with a cool down of a one minute bar hang. You're working basically two things at that point. One, you're elongating those tendons to kind of get used to being under pressure. So you're kind of stretching and strengthening at the same time as well as you're allowing your kind of lap muscles to just elongate themselves because your body weight is holding your, or is pulling down on those, uh, those muscles. That How does sense. that sound? How's no, that? and that makes sense. And, and yeah. just to put some perspective. So like my background of when this last flare up happened was I was doing the Ollie class, right? So mm-hmm. we've been a lot more hook gripping, um, more snatch um, components or lifts or, you know, practice, right, with the bar. And I was not um, doing the mobility afterwards enough. Like, I know you mm-hmm. had prescribed it, but for someone, <laughs> someone like I, me who has an issue with it already, you know what I mean? Um, I, I should have, I kind of in my head knew I probably should have done more. And then I started to feel it, like, right before um, – I'll call it the lockdown. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so 
for me, that's when I'm like, okay, I can feel, cause I could feel all of the, uh, the muscles were tight all around, you know, the elbow. Right. So it was all the triceps. It was the forearm. It was the wrist. So all of, cause my, my, my other parts of my, my arm were having to compensate. Right. Yeah. For, for trying to continue the lift, even though, um, you know, I wasn't, it was too tight to be doing it. Right. And so that brings up a really good uh, kind of like a side or point that the second you started trying to do extra work, it was the second you had to start doing extra recovery work too. Exactly. Uh, so, and, and this is, this is a point of emphasis that I try and make all the time is because everyone thinks like, Oh, I'm just going to go do extra stuff. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do extra stuff, you have to do extra recovery stuff as well. Um, you know, and realistically, you did a pretty good job of doing the extra um, kind of mobility stuff for the uh, Olympic program. However, there's things really all you had to do more of was, you know, maybe get some like wrist stretches in from day one. Um, and that really would have just helped yep. your symptoms for exactly. on a regular basis. Yeah. And, and, and that's something you now have like committed to memory. So you're like, Hey, if I just do this, you know, it takes you a minute and a half each day mm-hmm. at the end of class. It's like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Um, and that, that's something you can do at home. You don't even have to come to class to do something. Exactly. Like yeah. And so when I, when it started to act up and I had just started staying at home, um, I would basically wake up and as my coffee was brewing, I would put my timer on my clock and stretch all these different angles for two minutes at a time. And <laughs> by the second, the end of the second week, I was back to lifting, um, you know, a heavier dumbbell again. So I was able to at least, I was able to get on it quick and before it got, you know, out of hand. And it's amazing how quickly that if we notice something um, and we we attempt to address it appropriately, we can can get it fixed right away. Um, And this is true of like seeing chiropractors, massage therapists, um, you know, every everyone's like oh you know should i go see a chiropractor should i go see a massage therapist and it's kind of like the answer is yes if your body reacts to that um if your body doesn't react to it like it doesn't benefit it then you know we can find something better for you um and you might also have to do a lot of searching in order to find a good like chiropractor or a good massage therapist as well yeah and and that comes back to you know um my past history of, of CrossFit, right, is um, I was doing a lot extra because I wanted, there's so many things you want to work on, right? And I was doing a, you know, an Olympic lifting uh, program on top of normal programming, which was a dumb already. <laughs> now I know, but back then I was kind of like, well, I, to be better, I have to put in more work, which means I need to work out two, two and a half hours a day, three hours, right? right? Yeah. And all it did was break my body down for two, almost three years. And I made no gains, really. I didn't really make many gains. Um, <laughs> and I did have to pay a lot of money to, um, to get it fixed, right? So I was seeing somebody in Sacramento, this place called Strive, that mm-hmm. does... Um, the Bowen method and they basically kind of work on your muscles. And, um, I had to go every week for, I don't know, 10 weeks. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And then That's... I started going every other week and then I started going once a month and it took about, 
it took almost four months for me to get my uh, shoulders mobilized again. Um, and, um, you know, A, it was a lot of money, but B, you know, once that happened, it happened on both arms, which is why it took so long. But um, if you ever notice those crossover symmetries that mm -hmm. Ryan has put in the corner, um, from day one, I've been using those because I had this issue in the past. And it, it's five minutes and you get it over with. And it, it has helped my shoulders stay healthy. And it's very little work um, that you need to do to keep them, you know, mobile. So, so let's, I want to quick, we're going to do a quick step forward and then we're going to take a big step back on all okay. of that. So what, how, so with your experience here, I think you've been a member about a year and we're coming up on a year and a half, maybe give or take. Uh, no, I, I just had a year. So oh, I think okay. I got, yeah, right when the lockdown, I think it was right before the lock, the lockdown came, I got my year notice. Yeah. Okay. So it's been, um, so it's been just, just over a year. Yep. How do you feel? How's your body feel now? Just doing one workout a day, like your progress, how, how does it feel in the grand scheme of like your fitness? I feel good. And I feel, um, I'll be honest. So like yesterday we had that thread you know, about, you know, who you look on the leaderboard. And I was surprised to see my name a lot. So I was kind of, <laughs> it kind of teared me up a little, you know, I was a little honored, but, um, but it's, you know, and then I kind of looked at it, I'm like, shit, I think I'm 20 something years older than Dana. <laughs> I think I'm 12 years older than Araceli. <laughs> and, um, you know, just to be able to continue to, you know, um, keep up with them, I'll say, um, is, is great, you know, and I, and I feel good. And there's some days, you know, I do notice more the last couple of years that there's some days I just need to step back and just do the workout for the day and not, um, you know, be so gung ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's, you know, because that, I think my issue when I first started was, you know, at my, and we can talk about it again is my former gyms, we stopped using leaderboards and I stopped having people to work out with. And I kind of lost my, my pep in my step, so to speak, or my will to want to, um, to work out with, um, with the reason, right. Mm -hmm. I was just going through the motions. And so having the leaderboard and then finding people who, um, who I can work out with, who push me, you know, even, even though they don't know it, but it pushes me, um, has been great. And I, I do feel good. And, uh, I do feel like every day I can have a really good workout and be done in half an hour. And even my, my family's just like, Oh, you're done already. You know, cause I'm doing it at home now. And, um, <laughs> you know, so it is good to, to feel good and uh, not have to worry about trying to do all this extra stuff anymore. Yeah. And, you know, so would you say, so I, I don't, I'm not paying Christina for any of this. <laughs> would you say you're fitter now than you were three years ago? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. So definitely. basically, we've done less work. And you are fitter now, right? Would you would you kind of agree with that? I agree. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And and I can even give more specifics on that too, based on programming differences that I've seen. Yeah, over, and, yeah. and we don't have to get into that one. Maybe yeah. a sec, maybe another interview or anything like that. But um, 
you know, because I've noticed a huge change from my fitness um, when I started. You know, um, you early on, you mentioned how um, you were, you know, the uh, other gyms you had done, you were, it was all about more, 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 more. And like, that's the same kind of scenario I grew up in. It was always about more, 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 more. And until we got here and I was like, you know what? It's not about more. It's about doing better. And my fitness has now improved since then. Bethany, on the other hand, has never really experienced that that uh, scenario, um, <laughs> and many members haven't either. And so it's kind of a it's a weird concept, but um, for some of them. But again, everyone still thinks more is better. Yeah, um, and like you don't really truly understand it until you experienced it if that makes sense um or jump on the bandwagon so to speak (laughs) yeah (laughs) so again like that's why you know i'm trying to make the point of not doing more is not always better so uh or doing i should rephrase that doing more is not better so um better is better (laughs) what year so christina what year did you start crossfit (laughs) Well, <laughs> what was the official official year? The official year was November of 2012 when I turned okay. 40, 40 years old. <laughs> so, and that's, so that's the exact same year I, I started. It was 2012. Um, mm-hmm. That was very much like, I actually told my buddy um, that 2013 was going to be the year of fitness. Uh, and that is the year fitness exploded. Spartan races, Tough Mudders. Mm-hmm. Um, CrossFit was just an explosive expansion model right then, um, during that year. Uh, I can't remember if that's the year Antonio started or he started in 2014. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. And that was a, that was a year where, um, I think I had just signed up and we had literally just did the open a month or so two later, two months later. And they only had maybe not even 40,000 people that signed up worldwide at the time. I remember the 2013 open because I didn't participate because I was like, what, what the hell is this? Like, I I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. But everyone's like, oh, yeah, we do this thing. And that was only the second year was online. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. It wasn't, it's a lot different nowadays. Um, I was out of town for three or four of the workouts, so I didn't end up signing up for that one. Um, but I highly encourage everyone to sign up for them in general, just because they're really good markers um, for success. And ever since then, I've always made sure I'm getting the open workouts in, um, just to be able to measure my progress over time. But um, how, so over those since, 20 so what are we in 2020 now eight years over the eight years how many cross the gyms have you belonged to um this is my third third okay yeah and so we're not going to get into any specifics or anything like that but i just want to give some people some ideas of your experience with uh multiple facilities which so i guess of the previous two I'm trying to think of how I want to phrase this question. Um, which, like, how long, or let's let's just go with how long were you at each the other two affiliates? Um, my first, my first 
gym, I was there for about a year and a half. Okay. And then the second gym I had been, I was there, you know, a good, what, six plus, almost six years. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, huge difference. Yeah. Um, what was your main reason for switching? Um, so, but, so, so from, from gym one to gym two, I, yeah. I can, yeah. And then I can do gym two to gym three. So gym one well. to gym two, <laughs> it's really easy. Um, our, our owner had left and was traveling the world and left it the other owner to take over classes and basically I was not I was no longer being coached Mm -hmm. um and it became very um obvious when I would show up once in a while to the afternoon class because I was always a 6 a.m person um that I was not getting coached at all or even acknowledged or being helped at all um for correcting anything um and that's been, that was the biggest issue at that gym was um, I would only get deemed at the open workouts for doing something incorrectly. Nobody ever corrected me before that. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, that's a big thing. Um, obviously, you, you know I ding you all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I need it. And I need it. It's, and yeah. it's, it's true for everybody. Bethany, how much, how much do I ding you? all the time yeah it's everyone should be raising their hand like yeah Yeah, and and you but i think the thing too is you can't you you don't get upset about it because it's really just trying to to show you when you are making some you're doing something incorrectly just to that you know cognizantly when you do it next time that what you need to do to fix it right yeah and it's it's really just trying to eliminate like lazy behavior yeah Um, exactly yeah and it's it's never, it's, there's no ill intent. It's like, Hey, you know, you're, this is part of the service you're getting is coaching to make sure you're doing it correctly um, and better. So, you know, that's, that's what we're, we're providing as a, as a, as a service. Um, so when um, the, uh, so, I mean, the switch you made from one to two was just kind of like, eh, okay, I, I'm not feeling this vibe anymore. I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, it's kind it. of yeah. funny because I was actually, uh, it was during, um, I think it was during spring break. And because I live here in Yuba city and I was working out in Roseville, I actually came across a former Roseville person I worked out with who was coaching. And I, I did a drop in at feather, feather river mm-hmm. CrossFit. And um, she was coaching that day and she told me about the other gym in Roseville that she was at. And that's where I switched um, to. So it was the recommendation basically, because I didn't want to blindly, I was going to try out a bunch of different ones, but I was still commuting into Roseville every day. So my commitment was to do something at Roseville like I had been for so many years. Yeah. And it's, it's good to, to keep a routine. That's a big, big part of it. Yeah. Um, and it's also like, you know, I, um, for, for people that go out there, it, it's good to experience multiple CrossFit gyms um, just to find if you ever have to move or if you're ever searching, like that's your, like, go, go try out each gym, go, go see what they have to offer. Um, you know, each gym's going to have a different intake method uh, for how you try them out. But uh, you know, it's, it's a, it depends on what you want. Like, if you mm-hmm. want actual professional kind of like coaching and facility and everything like that, you know, awesome. If you want 
to have, uh, you know, open gym 24 seven, you just go and do your own thing. Like there's facilities for that. If you want to go in and just, you know, work out with a buddy or two, like there's facilities for that. There's so many different types of facilities out there. Um, Obviously, the goal of CrossFit, though, is to be able to teach people how to move better. So it, when we're not, when we don't have that element involved, it's really kind of a, a downside because you're just a, your basic gym at that point. So, you know, the whole point of CrossFit is to find coaches who are going to coach you and teach you something um, and help you make some progress in multiple realms. Uh, not just one area. Like, you know, if you came to me and you're like, Hey, I really just want to get a muscle up. I'm like, okay, cool. But can you air squat? <laughs> right. So if, if you can't air squat, then we probably shouldn't be trying to talk about a muscle up yet because you don't have the foundational control to control yourself in a basic air squat. How are you going to have the advanced control to control yourself in a muscle up? You, yeah. And, yeah. And I think that's kind of where, um, People tried to ding CrossFit on um, people, you know, being very dangerous because I do feel that, you know, like I mentioned in the past, trying to do everything and learn everything. Um, I was not strong enough at those points um, to actually try to do some of those things um, at the time. Now, looking <laughs> looking back on it, you know what I mean? Hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes. Um, at the end of the day, listen to those who have experience. That's the, that is the key. Um, so Bethany has some questions. You've asked like half of them. I know. <laughs> I, that's why I, that's why I was like going to get through mine. And, and I figured you'd kind of tack on some if you, if, what you're feeling. Yeah. No. So Christina, like, I mean, cause you did mention like, you know, some of the girls are younger than you. How has crossfitting changed as you've gotten older? Like how, how have you progressed? How have you changed? what's what is it like well when i started out they didn't have a masters at all um mm -hmm. and, and the interesting thing was when i started off i was working out with a bunch of ladies my age <laughs> so we were all uh, the 6 a.m you know 40 <laughs> hold on we we still have a bunch of people that are roughly around your age <laughs> uh -huh. but I, but i mean in general there, there was no masters at the time right and yeah. um, and, um, and I, and I actually was working out with a lot of ladies and I'm not saying anything about anybody's age at this point, but a lot of ladies who were like me, who had been doing various things for so long. Right. And mm -hmm. we were all fit as we thought were fit at the time, you know? Um, but I think what's changed a lot is, um, the perception of women being strong, the perception of women having muscles, Mm -hmm. um all of the different diets <laughs> to try <laughs> out <laughs> we've tried over right. the years um, and and i think um i think a, a lot of the women i've come across you know over the years too um have been um the kind of women i would like to be friends with you know i mean we all have a, a common mindset and right. um more is like I think you mentioned before. Like I, I don't have. I mean, I have a lot of girlfriends, but I, I, I don't get along with a lot of women sometimes because of the cattiness sometimes, mm -hmm. or the, that sort of generalization, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and I work in a predominantly male world for work, and yeah. 
I'm used to being around men and getting around, you know, getting, I hang out with men all day and, and I, I always have good male friends. And even at the gym, I kind of gravitate to certain people just because I like talking to them. We have stuff in common or, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I do feel a lot of the women in CrossFit, especially at our gym are all of my same mindset, you know, and um, everybody's trying to improve their diet. Everybody's trying to get stronger um, everybody's just trying to feel better. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think, uh, there's not really a competition, so to speak, like everybody sees things in other people that, Ooh, they're really good at this, 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 and that. And that's something that everybody wants to strive towards, but, um, I don't feel people are, you know, just like people because of, uh, their strengths right. or weaknesses. Right. Yeah. Um, how, like, cause you mentioned before that you used to, you know, do tons of extra, like you would do a class, you'd work out two and a half hours a day. How has, like, how have you learned to listen to your body and know when to dial things back? Cause I mean, that's something a lot of us don't pay attention to. So what knowledge do you and wisdom do you have to share? And fortunately it took me getting, um, <laughs> broken too many times to finally dumb up about it. Um, <laughs> and, and just, just to be, to be perfectly honest before CrossFit, I would always, you know, work out for an hour or I'd go running for an hour and a half and mm-hmm. I'd be done. And when I started CrossFit after my second year, I wanted to improve my lifts. So I did a, a lifting program that we, you know, wasn't just one specific lift. It was all of the lifts and you had to practice all the different components of it all week long. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would gradually, you know, in, would add weight and, um, you know, it was the courses of 12 weeks at a time sometimes. And that would take up an hour and a half. And then I'd be like, hmm, you know, I don't feel like I sweated enough. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do the class uh, wad for the day. And, um, I would just wake up every morning, just completely sore, completely broken and, and push myself to do it again. And so, um, you know, I had shoulder issues. I pulled my hamstring several times. I've then the last couple of years was more of the elbow, uh, but my shoulders have been healthy. My hamstrings have been healthy. Um, my elbow started to flare up, but I was been on top of it now. Um, and it's because I'm listening to my cues. I, I used to never take a rest day. I would work mm-hmm. out seven days a week um, because on my days off, I would go run for right, an hour and a half. Right. <laughs> that was my, that was my rest. And active recovery, um, my active recovery. Exactly. And um, there's nothing better than having a day off and then working out that next day and just not being sore and mm-hmm. having all this energy. And that's something I did not realize until I started taking days off the last couple of years, I would not, st- I still would not take days off. Cause I kept thinking I'm like a female. I want to lose more weight. I got to get right. it in. The more I work out, the more I'm going to lose. And you just <laughs> get this mindset you can't get out of. And, um, it's hard. And, and I see, I was talking to a few people who hadn't taken days off in forever. And I understand why you're doing, I, I did it. Um, and it just takes time to finally listen to your body and, and be okay with it internally to say, it's okay to take this day off. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my body, you will, you will benefit that day you return back 
to work out. You will feel a lot better. And, and a great example was um, when we did the open last year um, mm-hmm. in October and I was taking a lot of time off because I had some family issues and I was literally gone all week. And then I would come and do that week workout on Friday and I did awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, maybe it was longer than I had wanted to take off, but um, <laughs> it really, you have to, you have to listen to your body um, because uh, like I mentioned, I, I have a chiropractor. Um, I was going to this Bowen method, um, mm-hmm. begging my husband to rub my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple heating pads, um, you know, and mm-hmm. it just, you really have to, more is not, does not, more working out does not attribute to more gains and more muscle. Amazing. <laughs> right. That's so, it. go ahead. I was going to say the gym junkies would argue all day for you on that one. And I do have, you know, what's funny is I do have some old, not body scans, but I do have some older, um, when I went to the the dunk tank, right. For the body mm-hmm. fat where my, I could, I could say during this period of time, I was doing all of this um, Olympic lifting and stuff and, and like lifting heavy or doing a squat program or whatever. And I had less, um, muscle on my body back then than I do now. Wow. So hashtag you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's you've also really been dialing in your nutrition too. So yeah, that's, that's a huge part of it. Christina does a really good job with Mm -hmm. nutrition. I won't take all the credit. (laughs) It is. And that's another, that's another, uh, that's another female issue. I think we're always trying to lose to even when I'm, when is that my lowest weight? I still want to lose 10 more pounds. And that's another thing is being okay with my weight. Like right now during this lockdown, I'm working with Bethany on Mm -hmm. a reverse diet, which means I'm trying to get out of a deficit of macro of my macros, my, my, my uh, overall calorie intake and trying to gain, you know, add more fat into my diet and some more carbs. And it's hard. And there's days where <laughs> I just want to demolish, you know, um, multi- like I'm, I'm a big chocolate person. So I just want to eat chocolate and peanut butter, but I'm not a big junk food person. Like I'm not going to eat chips. I'm not going to, you know, I just have a couple of little things I like to indulge on. Um, but it is hard because you, you, um, you get all these emotions of your weight going up the next day when you weigh yourself. But then a lot mm-hmm. of it is an attribute of what you put in your mouth the day before. And um. <laughs> really quick share what you told me. Like we had talked one time, like about your coach telling you how you didn't eat 3,500 calories. So share that. Do you remember uh, what I'm talking about? Um, no, remind me. Oh, <laughs> well, cause I remember, cause like, especially women, we do have that relationship with the scale. So when we yeah. get on, like it's, Oh my God. And it's not, it's, you have to remember that it's not always going to be body fat and you have to ask yourself, yes. did I eat 3,500 extra calories exactly. yesterday? Yes, Usually exactly. the answer is no. And therefore it is not a yes. pound of body fat. It is other things. It is and exactly. Yeah. Like and, and that it's usually water for those usually, of you that are working. It's usually water and it's usually mm-hmm. a reaction your body is taking because you, um, it got used to you eating a certain amount of foods and micro, you know, macronutrients. And, um, you know, when you drink all that alcohol for me, for me, <laughs> I noticed when I drink alcohol the next day, I will go up a couple pounds. 
Um, or if I eat way too much fat, especially when it's way too much fat, my, mm -hmm. um, I will look two pounds heavier the next day and be puffy. And, um, it's amazing how your body reacts, but it is not, you have to internalize it. Like you mentioned, you have to say, yeah, okay. Two pounds is 7,000 calories. I was tracking and I only went over 250 calories. So realistically, mm -hmm. this is not the case. And so you have to remember that when you weigh yourself because you will get as a female sometimes you will get very upset with yourself and the way you look and you just gotta like put it behind you and say okay I'm gonna dial it in today and I know this is gonna correct itself in the next day or two um, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come in here and I'm gonna play or, and add that I want to ask you both you ladies uh -huh. do you think do you think men enjoy the way they look on a daily basis. I was just going to ask you if you would chime in on this because we've had this conversation before. And I think um, Augustine was there like when we had it and you guys do worry more than we think you do. Right. And so that was, that was the, like I point, I brought up, you didn't even consider it. Like you, you were like, it was just not yeah. a thought yeah. that men, men are not self-conscious about their bodies whatsoever. That is further from the truth than possible um they are 100 percent you know even the ones that are looking fantastic are still like no i want to look better yeah um so it's 100 percent of men um it, it, yeah there's some people that are just like yeah i'm okay with this but realistically if you really deep down got it got into their psychology of it they they'd want to make some improvements um it, it would be it might be focused they're like they oh they're like oh i really want to have bigger forearms or i really want to have bigger calf muscles like <laughs> oh okay well we can kind of help you with that but sometimes that's just body related um but so for men though it's not about stepping on the scale um this is why there are mirrors and gyms <laughs> i thought they were for us <laughs> Um, so why do you think there's that misconception that guys don't worry about this? Is it because you guys just aren't allowed to talk about it? it it's just a double standard of the world. Oh, it's not, it's not quote unquote manly mm -hmm. to, to talk about it. Um, to, to, for people to admit like they're not healthy with their body. I mean, they'll definitely admit it in person. Um, or, or when they've realized they've, they've put on way too much weight and they're like, man, this is just, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to feel or look like this. And that's like, cool. I can help you. <laughs> like, right. We, we can, we can get there. Um, yeah. You know, and, 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 and it's true. You're, you're right. Because I, I, in the past I have, you know, um, come across a couple of different guys who like were very extremely strict with their diet. And you're like, dude, you, you have like no body fat and, why, why don't you have, you know, this dessert that we brought in <laughs> you know? and, you know, and yeah, I mean, there are, and it's just one of those things, I guess, like you mentioned, guys just don't talk about it or you assume, um, you know, it is a double so standard, right? I'll, I'll, I'll drop Corey in here uh, because I think everyone can agree. He's at like what nine or ten percent body fat. I think he's and like five percent. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone would love, love to be like that, right? I mean, I, I think everyone can be like is is not in their head in silence when they when they listen to this interview. However, 
you know who the person who doesn't want to be like that is? Yeah. Corey. Yeah, why? <laughs> tell me tell me he doesn't want to weigh or he tell me he doesn't want to look the exact same and weigh twenty pounds more. That's true. Right? Because now he is able to do significantly more weights, lifts, um, body movements good. Now he feels more comfortable, um, you know, being at 20 pounds more. Maybe it's 10 pounds for him. Maybe it's 30 pounds for him. Yeah. There, every single person has something they do want to change. Um, That's true. I mean, Antonio, his, you know, two-hour eating, <laughs> daily eating is extremely um, disciplined, right? Yeah, yep. and she- if you, most of you guys haven't, like, I, I should post some pictures of flashbacks of his, of his change. Because for the most part, most of the members really haven't seen that, that mm-hmm. belly he's had before. Um, and, and, like, so now it's like, no, it, that doesn't exist anymore. And he's, he's got to stay dialed in in order to, you know, maintain that. And yeah. good. Do it. Um, you know, it's not that he wasn't happy before. It's just he's happier now. Right. And I think I think for women, the I think this is kind of back to why guys don't talk about it and do women do talk about it is guys are just they're not happy, but they're they get they get happier easier. Women are just <laughs> not happy about it ever. We like, aren't, you're right, and it's true. It is true. You know I, why? And and a lot of it isn't and and it's and again it comes back to this women generalization how women are competing against each other, right? to be the well, thinnest yeah. to be the yeah but you know what I mean and that's kind of how a lot of it is right like sometimes um you know oh you're gonna wear those heels okay well I'm gonna wear these heels you're gonna wear that dress I'm gonna wear this dress you know and, yeah you know and, it, and it's true it, it's you're constantly comparing yourself against what you think is the ideal look you're you want or you think you're supposed to want right and and it's okay to to have an ideal want I think I think that's an okay concept for people. I think what's not okay is the means to get there for some. Um, so like example, uh, a lot of people get like uh, gastric bypass surgery. And it's like, if we had really just taken a huge step with your nutrition or to be real, if we want to get deep down the, uh, the rabbit hole here that, you know, probably should have been taught some, you know, nutritional habits at a younger age so that they would have understood that, you know, Hey, if you continue doing this in life, then this is what it's going to lead to. Um, so if, if there was that education earlier on, then that would help kind of, you know, deter that a little bit. Exactly. I, I, I totally agree with that. And, um, uh, having always, um, tried out different diets <laughs> over the course of the years as well. Um, you know, and a lot of it really isn't the diet that's doing it really. Like you mentioned, it's, you know, um, it's really routine. It's routine, and, uh, routine and consistency and consistency. I mean, that is, that is the key right there. And, and not about extremeness, right. Um, just, as, just being consistent, especially I've noticed over the last several years. Just, yeah. I mean, cause essentially every diet is going to get you to a point. Yeah. It, the, the, the key is using that diet to get to whatever point that is. And then it's like, okay, that wasn't what I wanted. So I need to make a change and then continue to be consistent on that routine. Whereas like we get into, I, I absolutely loathe 
this peer pressure of the fact that people are uh, peer pressure is the biggest push for food um and that we all give into it it's like oh it's your birthday go enjoy cake like why is that acceptable yeah. why why is that the first thought or like oh it's my birthday i gotta go out and have tons of alcohol like why why like where did that idea or idea or concept come from that pushes people to create these unhealthy habits because it's their quote-unquote birthday um really quick birthdays are the day that you're born and they deserve to be celebrated just saying so why there are other ways to celebrate besides food and alcohol yes and staying up late and partying and raging you can go out and have drinks and be home in bed by nine (laughs) well you're still you're still having drinks though Oh well, yes, but and, so, and I think that also goes into like for me, I'm pretty dialed in all of the time. So once in a while, it's okay, but the majority of people are not dialed in, and it's just their habit. I would argue that 99% of people have their first sip of alcohol due to peer pressure, due to the idea that being tipsy or drunk allows you to have more quote unquote fun. Yes, I will agree. So if we removed that idea, if you could create the idea like, hey, you can have, I mean, like, I have plenty of fun at, at like our parties and stuff like that without having any alcohol. And that's because I've developed a life where I just kind of enjoy it. Like, I don't need to drink in order to have this fun experience. However, like before, like it was very much like, oh, man, I definitely got to have alcohol in order to like go do that thing. It's like, no, not anymore. Like now I feel confident enough that I don't need the alcohol to do that. So I think that's the confidence you just said, like some people have that drink to help them feel more confident, you know? So would we agree CrossFit makes you confident? Oh, fuck yeah. More confident. I guess that's technically the word. Yeah. Hashtag benefits. (laughs) That's where I was trying to get to. CrossFit makes you more confident. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, like to be honest, I, I I see my 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 weight fluctuates with the seasons, <laughs> and and it's not that um, I'm like, you know, drinking more or I'm, you know, eating more. I mean, I have days, and this is what me and Bethany will talk about with the coaching. Is there's days where I just feel hungry, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'll eat more that day. And then when I realize why I'm eating more, it's because, well, I didn't drink enough water that day, (laughs) you know, and um, it's being aware of your body and what you need and what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good. Right. And I know definitely on days when I do drink too much alcohol, which is not very often, um, I know I do feel bad the next day and I feel dehydrated and I feel tired and I you know, um, I'm just not myself. So, yeah. Bethany, did you have other questions? No. Okay. So I wanted to, I want to take us one way big step back, um, to, to bring it back to, um, your experience with no CrossFit affiliates. Um, do you remember or, are you still friends with? Cause I'm sure you'd be Facebook friends with these people. Um, like a group of people you kind of started doing CrossFit with back in the day. 
Yes, I am still playing okay. with them. Yeah. Do how many of them? Like, can you count on your fingers? Because obviously you were at a bigger box, so it's how many of them are still doing CrossFit? Um, would you say like fifty percent, ten percent? I th- I'd, I'd say I'd say 50% of them are still doing CrossFit, yeah. Okay. And so um, how many people are we talking? Are we talking about 10 people and five are still doing CrossFit? Are we talking about 20 people and 10 are still doing CrossFit? I'd say there was about 10 of them who I was... Uh, like close with. Close with. And then yeah. I'd say five of them are still doing it, yeah. Okay. So here we are eight years later only five of those people so like you can count on one hand that are still doing crossfit you're one of them Mm -hmm. what what is one thing that's always kind of drawn you back in to keep you going with crossfit for me it's been um it's always different right and it's kind of their motto of crossfit right um is i don't get bored uh, there's always something to improve and, and work on and get better at. And it's always the, uh, I think, having doing the hero wads and the, the girl wads, you know, where you have a time that you did four years ago and then you check it. How I did then and how I did now, you can definitely have something to um to see how you've improved over time, right? Or you have an old time that you know, okay, I did really good. I'm not going to hit that time anymore because back then I was doing this, this, and that, you know. Um, but I definitely feel there's always – I don't get bored and, and there's always something to improve on. And, um, and that's the key right there because I tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and So I, I have the same experience. Like very few people that I was doing CrossFit with back in the when I started – are still doing it to this day like it's it's like well what happened why why did they stop like this has always been a constantly evolving door there's always been doing and fun experiences to do like i've very rarely done a duplicate workout so it's over those you know nine years it's like holy crap that's a lot um or eight years i guess um why would you say that the other people quit I think a couple of the people um, were doing it to lose weight and, um, you know. So they they reached their goal and like kind of like the biggest loser and then they they stop. Yep. And then they stop. Yep. Um, Or, you know, something life, something in their life changed them and they got out of their routine. Right. Um, Because really it is, it's a habit and it's part of your life and it's a routine and um, making the time for it is the big key, I think, for most people, is making the time. Well, like I've said before, your, your health is the most important thing in your life. Yeah. So, Which is yeah, why yeah. I used to yeah. do 6 a.m. all the time, right? That was the best time for me to work out was um, at 6 a.m. And I did that for years and years and years. And then uh, my work changed and it, I started having too many early meetings and started to do the afternoon workouts. But um, which I would have never done before, right? Um, but I again prioritized 
that as part of my life. And um, even now to this day, I still every day on Mondays look at my work schedule and I block off my workout times <laughs> when I don't have a meeting. Um, and just, you know, every week I do that. And it's, I've always done that. And, um, and if there's a time when I know I'm not going to go to be able to make it my certain, you know, 4.30 class, I'll say, okay, well, can I do 5.30 or can I do 5.15 a.m.? Which I do show up for 5.15 a.m. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And there you go, folks. There's the trick for routine. Put it, write it on your calendar. <laughs> like this is part of my day like this is it's like an appointment like right you don't you don't miss your dentist appointment you don't miss your doctor's appointment so don't miss the gym just write it on your calendar and and there it is it's it's ready to to go to um so and on top of like your your um your people that you met losing weight and like that's why they quit most of the people that kind of i've met or have stopped doing crossfit are people who think they mastered CrossFit and that it was no longer, was that a snicker? Bethany? Yes, that... yes, it was. <laughs> they, they think they you can't master CrossFit. this shit, man. No, it's not possible. And um, so the, uh, the idea that um, people are, um, Sorry, I got a message from Dusty asking me where I am for a goal setting session. She signed up for 8 p.m. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Dusty, we just put you on blast. Um, so the people that think they've mastered CrossFit and no longer need coaching, no longer need to get better at stuff. It's like, man, you did not understand or comprehend what you got into this for. Um, so I think that's a that's a big part of it. Yeah, and, and, and I think a lot of it is is really just the prioritization of your day. Um, because like the lady who kind of led me to my last gym who was in this area had, you know, I still follow her on Facebook and she's not doing CrossFit anymore, right? She was a coach and um, she's not doing it. And I think her life changed and she stopped prioritizing her workouts, right? And yeah. um, um, I think that's the key right there is, um, is, is making it a part of your priority of your life. Yes. Bethany, anything to add? Nope. I think she summed it up pretty well. Yeah, that was, that was good. I like that. So I think we're going to end it there. Um, thanks for coming on and chatting with us that, we we took a dive during down many rabbit holes. Yeah, we have. We, sorry, yeah. <laughs> that makes it fun. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it was it was good because oftentimes we come on here, we're just like, all right, what are we gonna talk about? And, uh, <laughs> just kind of it figures its own way out. So that was good. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, that was that was exciting. I miss you both. Miss you. Yeah, we'll we'll get out of this hopefully soon. This has a lot of great information that people won't be, you know, this I don't have to put in a ton of disclaimers about coronavirus <laughs> talks on this one. So, um, but that's always nice. Um, yeah. All right. Well, All right. have a great day everybody. It's great yeah. talking to you. Great talking to you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys someday. I'll talk to you yes, soon. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. Crew.
This ends another Wadcast of Classified Fit. Have a good rest.